Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? And such were some of you. But you were washed, sanctified, justified. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. The opening words you heard today are found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, where Paul gives a clear warning about those who will not inherit the kingdom of God and also a reminder that some of us were once this type of person. But being washed, sanctified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God means we are to live accordingly. That brings us to our text for today. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 12 through 20. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, But I will not be mastered by anything. Food is for the stomach, and the stomach is for food. But God will do away with both of them. Yet the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. Now God has not only raised the Lord, but will also raise us up through His power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take away the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? May it never be. Or do you not know that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her? For he says, the two shall become one flesh. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral man sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. In our text, Paul gives indicatives, objective truths, and imperatives, how we are to live according to those truths. And he opens by apparently quoting from the culture of the day. And whatever truth such sayings had in them, the Corinthians had used it as an excuse for sin. They dealt with things indifferent, often referred to as adiaphora, things that are lawful indeed, but not always profitable in a sinful manner. And even lawful things can become detrimental when we become slaves to them. When we use such things without wisdom, discernment, and discretion, we sin. And the result of this, as the 1599 Geneva Bible says, is, quote, a flattering kind of slavery under the color of liberty, end of quote. But it didn't end there for the church at Corinth, nor does it in the church of our day. These people were involved in sexual immorality, and apparently, thinking very little about it. Such is not an option for a Christian. 
as members of Christ Jesus and as a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in us, we must use our bodies and souls to glorify God. We must not use our bodies to engage in sexual immorality. It is contrary to Christ and it defiles the body. Both body and soul is to be consecrated to Yahweh. Both are to be used to serve him to the glory of his name. The words that open verse 18 are very important. Flee sexual immorality. There's the same urgency as we have in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, when Paul says in verse 14, flee from idolatry. These two, sexual immorality and idolatry, are often found together. Two examples in the Old Testament we see in Exodus 32 and in Numbers 25. This was so in Old Testament times. It was so during these early New Testament days, and it remains so in our time. We must always remember, we are not our own. We have been bought with a price. The final two verses of this text is the basis of, and gives me a reason to quote from, and I'm always looking for a reason, the first question and answer of the Heidelberg Catechism. What is your only comfort in life and death? That I, with body and soul, both in life and death, am not my own, but belong unto my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ, who with his precious blood has fully satisfied for all my sins and delivered me from all the power of the devil, and so preserves me that without the will of my heavenly Father, not a hair can fall from my head, yea, that all things must be subservient to my salvation. And therefore, by his Holy Spirit, he also assures me of eternal life and makes me sincerely willing and ready henceforth to live unto him. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. <laughs>